Hi, this is Nels Davis, the host of All the Responsibility, None of the Authority, with some exciting news for my loyal subscribers. It's been just over a year since I started the All the Responsibility, None of the Authority podcast in November 2014. I published a total of about eight podcast episodes, which is not a terrible number considering that most podcasts end on or before their seventh episode, so you can say that I beat the point spread. And I like to think that the episodes I put out were pretty meaty about product management systems of record, about the business value of product management, about a new way to think about product management as a framework. But for the second year of the podcast, I wanted to be a little more ambitious and get a lot more content out than the first year. Of course, still with the medianess, the immediate applicability, and the powerful new ideas. So this month, we've relaunched the podcast. I say we because I'm working with Rob McGroarty, a product leader at Webgility here in San Francisco. We met at a bar in a product management meetup. We're really targeting an episode every other week at minimum. The first three episodes of the new season are now up on our new site, alltheresponsibility.com. I'm going to be cross-posting them to the old site, nelsdavis.com, and the old feed which you're listening to right now. If you're an existing subscriber, you don't need to do anything to get the new season with me and Rob. And for the foreseeable future, I'll continue to cross-post these new episodes to this feed, as well as on our brand new feed at alltheresponsibility.com. Of course, I recommend that you switch over to the new feed when you get a chance, as sometime the nelsdavis.com feed will probably run its course. I'll give you plenty of warning before that happens. Okay, enough of that. Let's get on with the new season. Here, with no further ado, is a short introductory episode for the new season, Introducing Rob. There are two more episodes following that, a very interesting two-part interview with someone I think is solving a very big problem for us product managers, as you'll hear, and of course, There'll be lots more episodes this year as well. Fire. Four, three, two, one. We have ignition. Welcome to version 2.0 of All the Responsibility, None of the Authority, a podcast for product managers, product marketers, innovators, entrepreneurs, everyone who wants to be more effective and successful at creating and selling products. Of course, with a version 2.0, you expect some big new features. Absolutely. And we actually have a lot of those. Let me introduce you to Rob McGrody, our illustrious co-host. Thanks, Niels. And everybody, obviously, what we're trying to do here is bring you a great podcast with actionable insights to help you achieve greatness as a product person, whether that's from the marketing perspective, whether that's the product manager directly, or it could be an innovator, an entrepreneur who's centering their life and their business around a new product. We also have a selfish reason to do this because frankly, a small impact to that product organization or that individual who's putting together a product can have a massive impact on the quality of the product and the success of the business. And frankly, we like seeing good products out in the world and the bad ones kind of hurt us deep down in the soul. So we're doing our best to bring actionable insights and speed up the learning curve for new product managers and even those who have been around for a little while so that, again, we can have some really great products to use. You really captured the whole story of this podcast really well. I can't wait to spend the next weeks and months and years with you helping people do a better job at product. I agree. And I think we came up with a pretty good format for the overall podcast, starting off with little minis like this one, 20 minutes or less, usually two of those, followed by an interview with a, a guest of some sort that's typically 
involved in the product, whether that's an individual product person who's creating the products by themselves and getting them out into the market and doing the whole cycle as an individual, or all the way up to the leaders of large product organizations. Hopefully, we'll be able to hone in on a single topic with each and every one of our guests, and then we'll do a follow-up in-depth discussion on that exact same topic to kind of bring things all together. It's going to be a really fun format, I think. And I think we're really going to focus on with our interviews, not just sitting around and talking, but coming up with real actionable insights that you can start to take to apply to your projects and your product development process. Absolutely. And putting together all of the additional assets, whether that be just a blog post that talks about how we discuss something on the podcast, or if it's an actual worksheet or framework or an infographic that can help somebody understand what we're trying to convey, or even just what we are taking from our learnings outside or inside our organization and handing out to the other person, to the listeners. Definitely, definitely. And we, you know, we really understand that our audience, we're, we're targeting this to an audience that we know they don't have much time, that they really want the information quickly and to, a point, to the point. Um, they're looking for new ways to do things and, and new ways to think about how to be more successful with the product and looking for inspiration and innovation. They're probably also looking for templates. I know I've always been interested in finding templates for doing product management throughout my career. And generally, we know everybody wants to be more successful, and which for product managers and the folks in the product world means having more successful products that make more money, that are more profitable, and that delight customers more. Just like us. Just like us. So now that we're kind of through the the guts of what this podcast will be and what 2.0 really represents, Niels, why don't you do another quick intro and tell everybody who's just joining us now who you are and why you're on the podcast. Thanks, Rob. Yeah, so I'm a longtime product manager. I've been a longtime blogger. I've actually been blogging for eight or 10 years at this point. I started a podcast, version one of this one, about a year ago, Uh, got some good content out, but I think... One of the things I learned in the process of going toward version 2.0 is I really wanted to work with a collaborator. So Rob came along and is going to really be a great partner to me in this. My big claim to fame, if I have one, was that I was the product manager of a tool for product managers for seven years. Uh, The product was called Accept360. It was very popular amongst product managers. And I learned a lot about really important things that product managers need to know. For example... One of the things we always remember, try to remember as product managers is that we're not our customers. And even though all of my customers were product managers, every single time I talked to a customer, I found out that there was something about what they were doing in their job to make their product successful that I hadn't thought about, that I didn't understand, that wasn't part of my world. And so even if your customers are the exact same thing you are, they're still different and you're not your customer. A great thing to learn as along with a lot of things that I learned in the process of having a tool for product managers. I bet. It's a great way to learn all of the ins and outs of what other people are doing in their day-to-day process. It must have been fantastic. It just illustrates the real importance of talking to your customers because you just don't know that much, <laughs> no matter how much you know. Yeah, it's something good to remember every day. Yeah. So, Rob, tell us how you got into uh, involved in this podcast. Well, uh, as many product managers, I did not take a normal route. I'm not sure what a normal route even is these days. But uh, in the same format, I feel like I am a longtime product person, a uh, very short time 
blogger. Just recently have I started putting anything out in written form, and this is officially my first podcast. So very, very new at that. Uh, if I have a claim to fame, though, and the reason why I say product person is because I was able to take a leveraged service company and actually successfully exit it. So what that means is we built effectively an accounting firm for rapid growth companies. And by doing that, I spent a lot of time, again, with those customers day to day, tried to find a way to take what was a very old model of business and turn it into something that made sense to early fast growth entrepreneurs. And what it came out was basically a professional services as a service business. We charge flat rates, we handled a wide variety of things, and we were able to do it all for effectively a package subscription. So that went pretty well. And at the end of the day, uh, we were able to successfully exit. So not your sexy tech startup that usually happens here in San Francisco, but still a really great adventure. Sounds like a very good story to hear about. And that I'm sure you're going to bring a lot of good insights from that experience into this podcast and into for our listeners. Your background is in accounting, is that right? Sadly, yeah. I'd like to say I'm a recovering accountant. So I started my career at KPMG and, and have been working my way out ever since. <laughs> That's great. Well, I started as a tech writer. Uh, again, just as you, my path to product management was uh, very unplanned. I think that's true of pretty much most product managers. It's only lately, I believe, that even that people even when they're undergraduates or new graduates even think of the potential of becoming a product manager. It's such a sort of a new domain. So that's one of the things we'll be exploring in this podcast to some degree is how to make the transition into product management if that's something that you're interested in pursuing. Absolutely. So Rob and I met uh, when we met at a, a meetup for product managers. There aren't too many of those, but there's more and more of them. And we have a couple of them up in San Francisco. And uh, we, after a meetup, we were talking at, at a bar and discussing how we were both kind of looking for someone to collaborate with. And this is the output of that. All the responsibility 2.0. Yeah, it was, it was actually pretty good timing. I had just finished, I think, the second to last or last podcast from version 1.0. And I remember walking in going, huh, I think this is that guy with that podcast. This is awesome. So we obviously hit it off, had a really great conversation, and it, it just made sense, I think, from very the very beginning that we would be good at collaborating together and bringing very different skill sets to the podcast. That's right. And I think uh, the value of having a collaborator in a, in a contentful effort like this is pretty pretty high. So I'm really looking forward to working with Rob and Getting a lot of podcasts out this year, unlike last year, <laughs> not as many more than last year, let's just say. Yeah. So on that note, what we're going to be trying to do is bring you at least one, hopefully, podcast on a weekly or so basis that touches either on one of those mini topics or an interview or that in-depth roundup. Now, weekly is sort of the aspirational side of this, but in all reality, that'll be our goal and hopefully some good feedback and a lot of subscribers and ratings and reviews will keep us on track. One final thing before we go. As product managers, we have to be doers, not just knowers. So with every podcast, we'll conclude with a list of three things you can start doing today to be a more effective product manager. 
Based on whatever topic we've covered or person we've interviewed, I learned this technique from the audiobooks of Brian Tracy, one of the great business motivators. Yeah, definitely. And so trying to have a concrete action to take away uh, that will actually help you save cognitive capacity and your day-to-day decision-making process, which we'll cover a little bit later in the season, is one of the goals of this podcast. So in that spirit, we talked today about the launch of the podcast. The podcast will make you a better, more effective product person. So here are the three things you can start doing right now to become a better product person with respect to the podcast. Well, clearly number one is to sign up for our mailing list and subscribe to the podcast. That's going to keep you up to date on when we release new material, whether it's written or it's audio format like this, and it'll help us to ensure that we're getting your feedback and paying attention to your needs. Number two would be to write us a note, a tweet, an email, or leave a voice message on the website. What that's going to do, similar to what I just mentioned, is give us a little feedback. It'll drive us, it'll guide our path towards the things that you're finding you're finding are actionable and those that maybe weren't right on target. And then lastly is give us a rating on iTunes. It helps us get more visibility with other potential listeners. It helps us uh, ensure that we're still on the air and getting visibility with product managers around the world. So that's a huge ask from us, and it's something that we hope will deliver value today. So three things you can do today to become a better podcaster. Oh, wait, no, that's what we're doing. Three things you can do today to become a better product person. Thanks to our podcast, he said modestly. (laughs) And most importantly, thank you for joining us. And I think at this point, to make sure that we live up to our word on the minis, let's wrap this up and get on to the next one. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. We're looking forward to sharing a lot of good information with you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ignition.